answer. Okay. And it's Liana, and this is the Night Guys Podcast. We're here to join you weekly to cover weird and spooky stuff, supernatural, extraterrestrial, cryptid, culty, true crime. Mm. Erica actually has a drink tonight. I do. I've really been drinking cider in so long. Mm. It feels extra fizzy, which I don't appreciate. I don't like fizz. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> my cat is playing with hair ties that she found all around my chair right now. Dude, I just saw any extra noise you hear. That's my cat. Video or something. I don't know. Bobby showed me it of a pup who ate like over like a hundred hair ties and it showed his oh, tummy no. x-ray. He's okay. No, no. Make sure. Honey, she doesn't eat them. No, she likes to pick them up, throw them in the air, and then she also likes to play fetch with them. Oh, that's adorable. And she also thinks it's really funny to hold half of it in her teeth and the other half with her front feet and, like, stretch it. Ah! And she, zing- she zings it. Sometimes she sits herself in the face, which is not good. But that's so I cute. can't stop her from doing that. So that's my cat. Her ties are the best, and somehow they are always missing. I don't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> I know why they're missing. Do you, like, before having cats, though, would you always lose your hair ties? I lost bobby pins. Oh, yeah, that, pins. too. They're all just They're forever everywhere. missing. I found one and I'm like holding on to it for dear life. <laughs> I need to buy more. I don't even know where mine are. They're somewhere here. But because we moved, it's like, uh, I have I don't no know. excuse. Mine are just, no. I don't know. They're just gone. Whatever. It's fine. No big deal. No, let's call. Let's call. Let's call. Let's call. Um, I'm going to share my news first. It's got to be shared. Yes. Agreed. I support. Okay. Okay. So, guys, of course, keeping with the Black Lives Matter movement, we want to share. I think we're, we're going to do a thing where we share something that we've read each week. <clears throat> Excuse me. I Gross. I'm drinking. I'm sorry. You're I'm disgusting. drinking wine with. <laughs> no, I'm drinking wine. White wine oh. with watermelon in it. Ooh. Chilled watermelon. It's the bougiest crap ever. That's yum. Did you throw away that wine from a week ago? Yeah, I totally it did. That, that thing bad. was nasty. Okay. It stank. Like, I opened the bottle and didn't even smell good. Ew. I mean, there's bad batches of wine. That could have been that. Your palate is just so refined. <laughs> it had some douchey-looking hipster on the front holding an umbrella. It's his fault. It is his fault. <laughs> he would make and the And now he's wine. in a garbage can. <laughs> Good. <laughs> okay, back on subject. Okay, so today I'm sharing something horrible. Uh, so I learned about the father of modern gynecology, J. Marion Sims. That's like in itself a stupid sentence. It should be the mother. Do you know what I mean? It should be a female. Yeah, yeah but it's... I mean, Mm-mm. it was a sick man that came up with this idea. Problem. Well, so, if it was in all fairness, chick, that makes a lot of sense. I would hope this wouldn't have happened. I'll have a little more yeah. faith in females. <sighs> so uh. this asshole, gynecologist, and he performed experiments on enslaved black women. And finally, they've decided to, I think actually, they tore it down in 2018. So Good. they tore it, or they brought it down a while ago. His statue, God. is that what you're saying? Yeah. Or? He had a statue in Central Park. Why? <laughs> yeah. Are you in... What? Yeah. So I'll, I'll just, I'll read you the article. That statue should be there solely for the purpose of people flipping off. And, and throwing th- crap at it. Yeah. Throwing rotten lettuce, mm-hmm. tomatoes. Yeah. Or tampons. Used tampons. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Let them... <laughs> let them hang here in glory 
Anyway, for this. so I'm just gonna read the article because this uh, I don't want to I don't want to botch the story. But just to clarify, we're trying to do our best to educate ourselves on on why this movement is so necessary and all everything that people of color have gone through because in our whitewashed fluffy lives we've never heard about this kind of crap it's awful i mean I, we were never taught about it in school no it was it was so glossed over but we're taught about the cotton gin one mm-hmm. and like mm. what <laughs> i have feelings so anyway we're gonna we're gonna learn about j marion sims he contributed so this is this is what the article says he contributed revolutionary tools and techniques to the medical field like the modern day speculum and the sims position whatever the hell that is do you know what that is i don't want to know that's probably where your feet are up in the stirrups probably i don't know i'm I'm making crap up i have no idea his breakthroughs emerged from experiments on enslaved black women without the use of anesthesia or consent i will wager i'm gonna go with that's probably accurate um, in the article, it says a Facebook post from 2017 depicts a group of women standing in front of the Sims statue in Central Park, robed in hospital gowns splattered with red paint. The activists from the Black, Black Youth Project 100 demanded that the statue of Sims be removed. On April 17, 2018, the statue came down after the New York City's Public Design Commission voted unanimously to do so. And thank God. No kidding. <laughs> so... Other viral social media posts point out portrait of Sims and a black patient, and it's the most disgusting portrait ever. It makes me sick. So the caption says, after perfecting the techniques on black enslaved women without anesthesia in America, Sims went on to offer the procedure in Europe to wealthy white women who were sedated. That answers that question. No consent, not sedated. This man is arguably the most famous American surgeon of the 19th century. Um, And they said, I see him no different than Josef Mengele, uh, both pure monsters. And Mengele did the experiments on Jewish folks in Auschwitz. So, or he was an SS physician. Yeah, inhumane. Yeah. Uh, angry he was born in 1813 died in uh, 1883 he earned his medical degree from philadelphia's jefferson medical college and he practiced from in alabama from 1835 to 1849 his crowning medical achievements include perfecting the method for repairing vest vest oh god vesquiovaginal fistula I don't know what that is. Mm. Um, but in addition, he credited he is credited with the, quote, first successful gallbladder surgery and the first successful artificial insemination, according to the Washington Post. But his controversial methods shrouded his reputation. Vanessa Northington Gamble, a professor at George Washington University, said that between 1846 and 1849, he operated on at least 10 enslaved women without anesthesia. One enslaved woman, Anarcha, or Anarcha, I don't want to say her name wrong. I'm sorry. Um, endured at least 30 painful surgeries. 30? 30. 3 zero. Oh, my. Oh. Gamble said that after he practiced his methods on black women, Sims moved to New York City to open a woman's hospital in the 1850s. He started treating white women, but with anesthesia, of course. 30 times. That's insane. Yeah, that's sick. You know that she was just his torture victim. 1,000%. Some in the medical field have defended Sims, his methods, and his discoveries in the American Journal of 
obstetrics. I can never say that word. It's hard. And I'm a girl. It's a hard word. <laughs> <laughs> and gynecology called Sims a product of his era. For medical historians like Gamble, the consent or lack thereof, like you said, of the enslaved women subjected to, to these painful experiments must be considered. These women were property. These women could not consent. These women also had value to the slaveholders for production and reproduction. How much work they could do in the field. How many enslaved children could, they could produce. Oh, just that sentence. Okay. Uh, Horrifying. Gamble wrote for the American Journal of Public Health that Sims only began to use anesthesia in his procedures with white women after he had already experimented with the bodies of black women. Some experts, like L.L. Wall at the Washington University of St. Louis, defend his practices for his time period. He wrote that critics of Sims tend to overlook the controversies that surrounded introduction of anesthesia into surgical practice in the middle of the 19th century. Hold on, I want to make a Make, make a pause. Everybody has known since the beginning of time that when you are hurting, you take a shot of whiskey or you do some cocaine yeah, or you do whatever, whatever, whatever medicine they had at the time, you use that to dull your pain. So, uh, what? Anyway. Okay. So... Sims' decision not to use anesthesia or any other numbing technique was based on his misguided belief that black people didn't experience pain like white people did. In addition, he reported that Sims had warped ideas about the development of developmental differences between African Americans and white people, namely that African American skulls grew too quickly around their brain, making them less intelligent. Where did they come um, up with this crap? There's all kinds of things. I remember studying that in anthro like it's ah. the only word for it is disturbing okay from it's not good uh. i made me angry i'm still angry about it from when i learned about it oh just reading that sentence made me just it's amazing to me though that he's uh, i just i don't i hate him yeah. <laughs> like i hate I him, hate him. <laughs> i wish they could torture him and bring him back and torture him Let's bring his all ghost back and do something to horrible to him. Yeah. It's not that they don't feel pain. It's that you're forcing them to only have this option and they're trying to survive it. Yeah. They have no choice. Yeah. like And then like you were telling me before and you reminded me before I read this article before we recorded. His techniques and his feelings about how black women don't feel pain or black people don't feel pain or they feel less pain appears in textbooks today yeah he's like still in, in, in medical his textbooks research today. research whatever you want to call it today sick experiments people still have these notions that this is still accurate and more women of color die in childbirth than white women that's not an accident what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna link a john oliver episode from i think it was last year it was about women in the healthcare industry because first of all doctors already think that women just in general are yeah. panicky ninnies that are that we over exaggerate everything when it comes to pain yes and then black women he he specifically talks about this, and I'm going to link it in the episode so that you guys can take a peek because it's mind-blowing. Sean was furious when we were watching it. He was like, what the fuck? It sounds 
it's it sounds like fiction when you hear yeah. it or read it and but it's not definitely not and sean my husband was watching it with me and he was furious because he knew that given my injury that i'm dealing with my stupid workers comp thing he was like holy crap that's why this is happening to you isn't it and i'm like well it's probably part of it <laughs> because my first doctor was a man and he was like you're fine and that set the precedent for the rest of all of my other appointments yeah so and that's because a woman but i'm a white woman so i can't even imagine what black women have to deal with going through a workers comp issue oh my god it would be horrible (laughs) so anyway that's the horrible thing one of the horrible things that i read about this week i hate him i heard a really cool idea like a potential cool idea for all these Mm -hmm. statues like this guy and other people who are just don't deserve statues um Mm -hmm. that when they take them down because a lot of them are being like spray painted or like drawn on and stuff you know that's the one that was beheaded and i loved that one though um Um, they should take the statues or some of them there's too many but take Mm -hmm. some of the more like iconic ones is that the word i don't know Mm -hmm. whatever well known i guess what i'm saying and put them in museums all defaced and graffitied on so people can read about why this person sucks deserved their statue to look like this. So it's still like you can see it and like kind of see the justice in it. Mm-hmm. And um, they're not pretty I anymore. And you can see them like ugly. Idea. And then you can read about why this statue has been shit on <laughs> like in a museum. That is such a great idea. Yeah, I thought it was kind of cool. So then it's not like it's cool to like throw them in the ocean or like you know melt them but it there's also something kind of like educational and almost poetic about seeing them letting them have to be seen that way i love that idea and then learning from it later on you know it shows this point in time yeah when all of this has happened i think that's really that's a really good uh memorial to what's going on right yeah now. yeah i thought that was kind of Oh, that was kind of a cool idea. I love this. Mm-hmm. I'm down with that. Me too. Cool. Like. Cool, cool, cool. Um, okay. Well, that's my news for today. Cool. Please share something Good one. Else. I like it. I think it's Thank you. very important. My news is not as important. <laughs> um, I'm, well, I'm happy to welcome new news. One is kind of an honorable mention. There's nothing to read okay. about, but did you hear about the Manhattan UFO mystery? Mm, uh no it's recent so in new york there have been some weird ass mysterious creepy town aerial objects they were seen on wednesday the faa was not able to identify them some believe they were just mylar balloons but others think they were not Mm. i don't like it okay that's all i can send you are there pictures yeah they're little just blubbies in the sky. <laughs> Did you little see the babies? other the other one I posted too a few days back? It looks kind of like that. That white balloon that was in the sky. Yeah, that guy was cool. That is not it, cool. It was over Japan, but, right? Shit, I don't even remember. I block them out as soon as I read them. <laughs> I want to know They're about so that. Lame. I have no time for it. <laughs> I don't need balloon ufos hanging out above my okay, head okay but think about that i'd though. rather not <laughs> they'd be slow 
You could probably pop them. I don't know that. That's why they're scary. I'm going to go with you can probably pop them. I don't want it to pop and fall. I want it to, like, I want to poke a hole in it and I want it to zoom away. (laughs) Just pace. Spice. Just. I need the balloon to, like, gone spice. Rot balloon. (laughs) Buy balloon. Enjoy spice. (laughs) Side note. Side note. Hold on. Look. Oh, she's in low My position. It's fully loafed on the beanbag chair. That's so cute. Had to share. I like it's it. Very important. It is. Okay. <laughs> news two. Okay. Maybe. So apparently there's new Stonehenge info. What? Okay. You haven't heard of this. Excellent. So this is what the article has to say. There's a new discovery about Stonehenge stuff. Yay. Obsessed with it. The summer solstice. I didn't solstice. that they didn't know stuff about it. Huh? I thought, they knew, I thought everybody knew everything about no, Stonehenge. No, no one knows nothing. Well, then do we need to do an episode on it? No. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. I don't really know much about it. <gasps> it's stony and NG. Solstice-y. <laughs> um, summer solstice is over. Bye, bitch. Mm. So we can finally get back to talking about some other stone circles. Like our best friend Stonehenge. A new discovery. Just a stone's throw ha, 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 away from Stonehenge dwarfs is more famous neighbor. I may have mm. had purposes far beyond those of merely lining up with the Stolstices. The Stolstices? The Stolstices. Mm. <laughs> That's what I call it. <laughs> Hi, guys. Um, so the area around it is amongst the most studied. Okay. And it's remarkable that the application of new technology can still lead to the discovery of such a massive prehistoric stru- structure. That one is that I messed up. Currently, <laughs> it's significantly larger than any comparative prehistoric monument that we know of in Britain, at least. Um, I'll have to show you a picture. Basically, there's like a huge circle ditch that's around it, outside of it, that people didn't know. So they're thinking, oh, I just saw the word penetrating. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) No. Um, (laughs) In a press release by the University of Bradford announcing the discovery, whose details, illustrations, and photographs have been published in the Internet Archaeology Journal. Why do they have to call it this? Just the Archaeology Journal is fine. (laughs) Professor Vince. Oh, Gaffney. Hey! Oh my goodness! Chair of the School of Archaeological and Forensic Sciences in the Faculty of Life Sciences, title. I was going to say it's a mouthful. Describes the surprises that archaeologists continue to find after switching from digging to ground penetrating radar to investigate possible <laughs> monolith sites. Um, cool. It's pretty. Fun. So this one, about 1.9 miles from Stonehenge, had strange pits, gross, that were once <laughs> thought to be natural landscape features. However, since they were so close to the Durrington Walls, the site of the remnants of a huge Neolithic village, 
It had about a hmm. thousand houses. That's a lot and suitably impressive. That's a ton of people. It had an impressive henge too, <laughs> of its own. Um, the pits, gross, deserved a closer, <laughs> albeit non-invasive, look. Were they stinky pits? I hope so. Enter the Stonehenge <laughs> Hidden Landscape Project, whose mis- mission bleh, is to create a cutting-edge geophysical and remote sensing survey at unprecedented scale. Um, I wonder what they were used for. I'm very intrigued. I think it's just this Stonehenge is so crazy to me. I love it so much. So, I want to go visit. I, we should. Just so you know, in case you're curious, the shafts are mm-hmm. up to 10 meters across and 5 meters deep. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, <laughs> so as the place where the builders of Stonehenge lived and feasted, uh, Durrington Walls is key to unlocking the story of the wider Stonehenge landscape, and this astonishing discovery offers new insights into the lives and beliefs of our Neolithic ancestors. This is fun, too. While other sites have used similar shafts for storage, <laughs> the distance away from the center suggests these had different purposes. Not surprisingly, they seem to align with the solstices, their distance from the center is so consistent, one thought is that they formed a boundary that offered both protection and directions for visitors. Hmm. Okay. It's so insane to me that people at all can, like, keep track of stars and line them up, but they did it back then. I know. Like, to but- the millimeter, like, with measurements. It's wild. How? How? How do you do this? That doesn't make sense. Like, someone had to sit there and, like, hey, that star, let's focus on that for a little bit. And then they're like, oh, shit, that one doesn't move much. Maybe it's, like, I don't know, maybe we should call it North Star. That sounds good. <laughs> maybe we should, like, well... get a huge-ass rock from thousands of miles away that isn't native, like, to this area. And let's How boat it up here. Them and then we're going to make it, like... Let's get another one and add another one on top of that. And then let's drill a hole in it and have it line up with this crazy ass day that has more light than all the others. Because we noticed how I wouldn't. Okay. They had a lot less distracting them back then. But what? (laughs) Doesn't make sense. They had mead. No. (laughs) You know, it was like one dude's job. Be like, hey, you have to watch this guy. That's your job. You're Sky Watcher. Some guy was like, no one believes me. So I'm going to go get these crazy big stones and line it all up. And then they'll get it. And then everyone came. And they were like, you're lame. <laughs> Kill him. He's dumb rock. Satan. He worships <laughs> it. <laughs> Witchcraft. <laughs> and then Mothman showed up. He was like, no. And then they fought. And fairies were there. He's like, I was just trying to help you. Yep. And then Mothman Poor was man. like, I got to go. Or Mothman. 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 I was just trying to help. <laughs> God, why does it sound like Bane? He's supposed to. Remember? <laughs> he wears Bane's jacket, for sure. He does. And he you know what? Bane mouth. Kind of. Bane mask mouth. He can board the dream boat. Mothman? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, Bane. Ugh. But he's got to wear Bane's jacket. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Does he just kind of like lurk in the corner? I think and he. Go, Your drink's is... going to spill, and you'll be like, "Oh, <laughs> I told you, shut up, Mothman." <laughs> Piece of shit. 
<laughs> Poor guy. Um, no, he's the kind of guy who drinks Dole Whip with a straw in the corner. <laughs> That's Mothman. Well, if he's a moth, then shouldn't he have like a, isn't that called like a proboscis? Uh, oh my goodness. <laughs> isn't that what it is? Uh, why not? I believe you. Am I crazy? No. Oh, God. I bet it is. Why not? Either way, he can have a straw tongue thing. I'm down. Okay. <laughs> We're just designing our own Mothman. Mm. <laughs> I'm sure I it'll like this come in handy for you guys. On your honeymoon. <laughs> Um, oh, we should also include the link to have that um, survey, or not survey, the petition to replace all Confederate statues with statues of Mothman. Yes, it's spreading. They want other places who have, like, their own cryptids. cryptids? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's, if we can find a link to those petitions, it. we'll include them in the episode description. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we're going to talk about what you guys came to hear. We're talking about Project Pegasus. <laughs> and the time travel and teleportation of one man, really. It's just one man. <laughs> Supposedly it's some other people. Was too, he a part we'll get of the it. government? He had to have been, right? We'll get to we'll get to that. So, so you guys know Erica hasn't had a chance to read this. I've read some. It's pretty interesting. So Erica's gonna be just as surprised as you are. Can't wait. <laughs> For the most part. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm just going to read this thing. It's from New Earth Media Project, Pegasus. Mm. They, um, there's, there is not a ton of information on this because everybody is like, this is baloney. <laughs> so you guys can choose what, what, what you want to think about this. According to several reports and eyewitness accounts in the United States government achieved time travel and teleportation back in the late 1960s. Events of what took place throughout the late 60s throughout the 1980s in a program called Project Pegasus seem quite astonishing. By the way, I looked at the FOIA website, the Freedom of Information Act, and I can't find anything on Project Pe Pegasus. Mm, so. Maybe someone time traveled and erased it. I don't know. CIA had because he worked with the CIA. Or this is with the CIA. CIA has a different um, request thing, and I was having a really hard time trying to find information from the government about this. And by hard time, I mean I couldn't find it. That's <laughs> so. a red flag. That mean to me, that means it's real. Okay. Just just let <laughs> me don't let want me continue. To <laughs> That's what I'm getting. You got to get that mic closer. So I do. Can... Well, my plant's kind of eating it. <laughs> oh, damn it. I need more plants in here. I have one little tiny succulent. It looks like kitty cat toe beans, which is really cool. Aww. But And it's in a pineapple. Oh, <laughs> appropriate. <laughs> okay, sorry. Okay. Uh, most people reading the information that this person is posting here simply will not believe it to be the truth. Uh, you know, what? I'm not going to read their, their little I'll believe. personal blurb. So progress, pro progress. <laughs> Try to make this project in Pegasus. <laughs> progress. Project progress. Project Guys, Pegasus. Take it seriously. <laughs> Sorry, is a quest that begun Ooh, in nineteen. Quest. quest. Well, I mean, think about it. Time travel is kind of quest-like. Mm. Yeah. It's at least adventure. Mm. Uh, begun in 1968 by Andrew D. Basiago. What's that D stand for? 
doodle. Mm, nailed it. <laughs> um, he's our main protagonist here. <laughs> when he was serving as a child participant in the U.S. Time Space Exploration Pro- Program. So he was a kid working for the government. What? In an experiment. Can, okay. How did... Huh. That's fun, question mark? pretty sure okay anyway project (laughs) why is it so hard for me to say project pegasus was the classified defense related research and development program under darpa um in which the u.s defense uh, but at the time it was just called arpa because i guess defense wasn't included in which the u.s defense technical community achieved time travel on behalf of the u.s government the real philadelphia experiment hot Project Pegasus was launched by the U.S. government to perform, quote, remote sensing in time so that reliable information about the past and future events could be provided to the U.S. president, intelligence community, community, and military. So they mean like... Yeah, so like remote, remote viewing. It was expected that the 140 American school children secretly enrolled in Project Pegasus would continue to be involved in time How travel many? when they grew up. 140. There's 140 kids working Supposedly. for, like, that w- off went the book on time travel projects. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Everything I say, you further believe, you're like, yes. I yes. like it. And that, and yes. <laughs> um... So it was uh, believed that they would continue to be involved in time travel when they grew up and went on to serve as America's first generation of chrononauts. Oh. Yeah. I've heard of this. The children found, however, that in the process of serving as child time travelers attached to projects... Oh, my God. Pegasus. I'm just going to call it (laughs) pee-pee. Project Pegs. I'm just going to call it (laughs) pee-pee. They became America's first, or America's time-space pioneers. Andy was the first American child to teleport and one of America's early time-space explorers, as will be told in his soon-to-be-published book, Once Upon a Time in the Time Stream, My Adventures in Project Pegasus at the Dawn of the Time-Space Age. Good God. By the way, that book was never published. This article was written in 2014. Yeah. 2014? Maybe yeah. it's published the, in the future where he time traveled. You know what? Probably because it was supposed to be published sometime after 2011. So it's been some time. I hunted for it. That book does not exist because yet. Because we haven't traveled to the future. <laughs> Maybe it's in a different, it's in a parallel time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you like where I'm going with it? I like this. <laughs> That's good. I just really like the title. That is the longest gobbledygook title of... It's a lot. It's too much. It says time three times. Maybe it's selling like hotcakes, though, in the future. That's what they they like. Like, you know, phones used to be cool when they were little. Now, Jinumbo. Maybe same with book titles. I really do miss my tiny, Short tiny Nokia brick. Oh, yeah, it's a good time. <laughs> it was silver. It was beautiful. I dropped it a thousand times kept on trucking <laughs> solid design <laughs> how did nokia ever go out of business it's because they just made their know. phones last too long and people didn't have to replace them yeah maybe they didn't catch up with the times <laughs> <Mm-mm>. <laughs> 
All right. In 1968, he resolved to one day tell the true story of his time travel experiences in Project Pegasus and reveal to the world that the U.S. government had government had made secret a teleportation technology that, if made public, would revolutionize transportation across the face of our planet. Which, sure, truthfully, yeah, it totally would. The oil industry would be defunct. The auto industries would be defunct. I'm sure a lot of plastics industries would be gone because imagine how much plastic goes into our cars. Mm -hmm. Today, Andy serves as the team leader of the new Project Pegasus, the only group in the world that is lobbying the U.S. government to declassify its time travel secrets. Under Andy's leadership, the mission of today's Project Pegasus is to lead the campaign in law, politics, and culture to urge the U.S. government to disclose its teleportation capability so that this revolutionary technology can be used to to advantage humanity in the 21st century. Advantage? Is that the right word? Oh, uh, no. Oh, no. That's not... Okay, whatever. (laughs) I was like, that doesn't seem right. Sounds funny to me. Yeah. Okay, so Andy envisions a world in which teleports will replace airports for real... Oh, yeah, airports. Airplanes. Yeah, bye-bye. For real-time transit (gasps) between... We need to teleport to Spas. And Hawaii. Oh, my God. (laughs) Forever. Never coming back. We're like, (laughs) just in Spas, Hawaii. Obviously. <laughs> space palm trees. Oh, my God. Space margaritas and daiquiris. Oh, my God. So good. Space cocktail, everyone. It's a bus. <laughs> space happy hour. Oh. <laughs> it's the only hour that's important in space. Well, space hours are so long. <laughs> <laughs> So the declassification and deployment of the U.S. government's teleportation capability may also be the most important environmental cause of our time, for it will prevent billions of tons of pollutants from conventional transport from entering the atmosphere every year. Totally accurate. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that would ruin ships, airplanes, and cars. Yeah. And trains. Wow. Everything. Cool. I also feel like we'd end up being really, really, um, we'd end up like blob people, like in Wally, because you know that you would end up using that tr- that technology well, to make like hovercrafts. For maybe people. space teleporting like burns lots of calories. Mm. Yeah, we get shredded. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God, finally, <laughs> my space abs, <laughs> space teleporter. In 2014, I don't know if this is still accurate, but uh, Project Pegasus invites you to join Andy in his heroic quest to usher in the space or the time space age. Together, we can transform life on Earth. Let's go for it. I don't know if that's still accurate. All hands in on three. So from what I understand, Andrew has been involved in time travel and as a child went back to the Civil War times and there is a photo. Worst time to go back. I know. There's apparently a photo of Andrew in Gettysburg during the Lincoln speech and I'll include, I'll send you this picture. It's just a picture of some blurry faced kids. So I don't know about that. He said his ex- he experienced eight different time travel technologies during his stint in the program time travel technology so does that mean like different methods of going back and forward in time he experienced maybe that it means like out of the hundred whatever kids like different ones can do it differently so maybe Mm. ones like star trek style and then maybe yeah and then like maybe another one 
is like remote viewing time travel mm, that makes a lot of sense good call because i totally forgot that i was literally just talking about remote so viewing. maybe it's like different <laughs> <laughs> like uh different ways to achieve it so mostly he said his travel involved a teleporter based on technical papers supposedly found in pioneering mechanical engineer nikola tesla's new york city apartment after his death in january 1943 which by the way can we do an episode on tesla because yeah he's got there's all kinds of things the craziest story it's so crazy <laughs> Uh, so the machine consisted of two gray elliptical booms about eight feet tall separated by about 10 feet between which a shimmering curtain of what tesla called radiant energy was broadcast uh radiant energy is a form of energy that tesla discovered that is latent and pervasive in the universe and has among its properties the capacity to bend time space Basiago said project participants would jump through this field of radiant energy into a vort a vortal tunnel mm, this sounds and- like a I know, right? Love it. Worst worst movie ever, though. Uh, When the tunnel closed, we found ourselves at our destination. One felt either as if one was moving at a great rate of speed or not moving or moving not at all as the universe was wrapped around one's location. He claimed he can be seen in the photograph of Abraham Lincoln at Gettysburg in 1863, in which he visited in 1972 via plasma confinement chamber located in East Hanover, New Jersey. I had been dressed in period clothing as a Union bugle boy. I attracted so much attention at the Union, at the Lincoln speech cited Gettysburg, wearing oversized men's street shoes that I left the area around the dais, and I walked about 100 paces over to where I was photographed in the Josephine Cog image of, of Lincoln at him? Gettysburg. Josephine Cog, she was apparently the person that took the photograph. Was she a time so, traveler too? or No, no, no. This is just somebody that took a picture, and then they discovered the picture had him in it supposedly later okay in addition basiago said he traveled to ford's theater the night of lincoln's assassination on five or six occasions i did not however witness the assassination once i was on the theater level when he was shot and i heard the shot followed by a great commotion that arose from the crowd it was terrible to hear he said each of his visits to the past was different like they were sending us to slightly different alternative realities on adjacent timelines who is they just the, the government, DARPA. Okay. Them. Yeah. Um, as these visits began to accumulate, I twice ran into myself during two different visits. Oh, creepy. Being sent back in time to the same place and moment, but from different starting points in the present, allotted, allowed two of himself to be in Ford's theater at the same time in 1865. And he still couldn't witness it? Come on. <laughs> After the first of these two encounters with myself occurred, I was concerned that my cover might be blown. (laughs) Unlike the jump to Gettysburg, in which I was clutching a letter to Navy Secretary Gideon Wells to offer me aid and assistance in the event that I was arrested. He was a child. Why did he be arrested? I didn't Mm. have any explanatory materials when I was sent to Ford's Theater. And how did these alleged time travels return to the present, present day or point of origin? According to Basiago, some sort of holographic technology allowed them to travel both physically and virtually. If we were in the hologram for 15 minutes or fewer, he explained, the hologram would collapse after, and after about 60 seconds of standing in a field of supercharged particles, we would find ourselves back on the stage in the present. Hmm. Okay. So it just can't sustain more than 15 minutes of mm-hmm. hologram action 
Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Uh, he said the technology could only be used for real-time teleportation, not time travel, because it would be chaos. Uh. Hmm? Real-time teleportation. Does that just mean that, like, I don't, I don't know what Real that means. Real time. So he's a hologram? I guess so. Okay. Huh. I mean, then why would he need to carry a note? He would just have to wait, like, you know... Till his time See, this is information from the book that I really wish that I could have read, but he didn't have his book out. <laughs> we gotta wait. Future is coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So, <laughs> Andrew and several others claim to have experienced teleportation through what are called jump rooms and say that they have also been to Mars. Ew. According, according to Basiago, an elevator in that building would morph from a box into a cylinder, and then passengers could step out onto the surface of Mars. No, they can't. Claimed, They'll die. <laughs> he claimed to have interacted with Martians and had been taken to their underground civilization where he was taught about the various Martian uh, typologies. Okay, so is this a method that's not 15 minutes? I is he actually know. there? Is he wearing a spa suit? I don't. <laughs> a spa suit? He <laughs> better be wearing a spa suit. <laughs> Basiago identified the figure in the Martian head photo as Homo Maris Maris, a humanoid species indigenous to the planet with an elongated head, a bulbous crown, pointy mm. ears, and a spindly body. I'm gonna... <laughs> He I'm gonna find a pi- on that body. <laughs> I'm gonna find a picture of that. He credited photo analyst Patricio Barrancos of Argentina with finding the head, and suggested it is is corroborative data of the CIA's Mars Jump Room program, and that his claim that Mars is inhabited. So this guy Patricio Barrancos uh, corroborated him his claims apparently. Okay, so. This is where it gets really interesting. There are now five Mars jump room whistleblowers who jumped to Mars. Uh, Michael C. Ralphie, Andrew, Andrew D. Basiago, Arthur Newman, William B. Stillings, and Bernard Mendez, a corroborating Mars colony recruit, Laura M. Eisenhower, four public servants who have been identified by others as Mars jumpers who have not come forward publicly but might <laughs> supposedly... Barack Obama was one of the children. Oh my God! <laughs> according here. according to Basiago, uh, Regina E. Dugan, Admiral Stansfield Turner, and Mary Jean Eisenhower, one deceased U.S. astronaut who has been identified by three of his co-trainees as a fellow jumper, William C. McCool, one naval attaché who has been identified as by two jumpers as being present present at the El Segundo, California jump room site, which freaks me out because I lived really close to El Segundo. And I don't like that. But anyway, so I just would love to say that uh, they said that Barack Obama was one of the people that went to Mars and they said that his name was, they gave him a different name. Like he, he had like a secret name. Oh, I love it. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) <laughs> lost it <laughs> you didn't lose it someone traveled and erased all the data it never happened oh god this is so frustrating couldn't they like jump like... to the future and be like oh good like people believe us yeah i mean yes i would love to time jump i don't know if i would i would be on board really though? yeah i would totally okay 
Especially if it was just know. a hologram. Yeah, go skip around. Yeah, okay. As That's a hologram. Fun. Yes. Oh, there's so many things I'd want to see. Okay, so apparently he was 19 year old, years old, supposedly, when he went, whatever year that was. Uh, he went by the name Barry Sotero. <laughs> apparently that was Barack Obama's name. Love it. Where's Andy now? Uh, apparently he's tried to run for president. Cool. Although. Um, he's a write-in. You can't. There's. You have to write his name in. I'll do it. Okay. <laughs> do it <laughs> oh man let's see i know i found i had more information but i got so hooked on trying to find stupid obama's name <laughs> or his stupid name but you know what i mean why would they call him barry <laughs> so dumb. Oh, it checks out the government would he says, I think that the American public deserves to know that this has been done with our tax dollars and that the remote surveillance technology that DARPA has developed has gone far beyond just filming people on the street and using a computer to go through and make sense of the images and determine who's a terrorist or whatever. Because he's saying that the time travel information that he has gathered and that other people have since gathered since this started has offered more surveillance on the American people and others than any kind of wiretapping or whatever. So he's claiming that they use it now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's yeah. so crazy. I mean, mm-hmm. why not? How we view time at all is completely all made up. Yeah. It's not how we know it. So... I don't know. Why not? A lot of people think that everything is happening at the same time at, like, always. Mm-hmm. That is true. Well, he's also concerned about future Mars colonization um, because he says, I think it's critical that we disclose the truth to the American people and the people all over the world that Mars is inhabited because we're going to have to do the right thing regarding Mars. And I'm urging that we develop a UN protectorate for Mars under treaty as we begin to have further activity there. So he is a lawyer in Seattle. Hmm. So he's he practices law, or he did anyway. I guess he's he's he has continued on, and he said that when he went back in time, he discovered by... Or he went forward in time, and he saw that he had either achieved presidency or vice presidency, but he wasn't sure which, so what? he keeps running for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But he says that if he he really, really wants to bring down the curtain of secrecy uh, shroud, um, that has shrouded the secret U.S. time-space program and other secret government programs if he becomes the president. I'm also going to be opening up where it doesn't present a clear and present danger. I'm going to be opening up the secret defense and intelligence files so that American people can know what's been done in their names and with taxpayer dollars and also establishing a truth and amnesty process where individuals who have worked in these secret projects like Major Dames can come forward without fear or favor and really reveal what they've been involved in. And this is something that he had um, said on Coast to Coast. He's been on Coast to Coast quite a few times, I guess. Cool. I like him. (laughs) Why not believe him? I don't know. I'm in. I wish peeps could time travel without using government machines i wish it was like mutant status and then he could just keep doing it 
Yeah. It's a bummer. Does he have anything in the future besides him being elected that he can, like, say, like, look, how would I know this? Mm, I wish. That would be really, really cool. Know. I know. He, oh, no, he wasn't in Seattle. He was in San Diego. And I guess he had one vote for the 2016 election. <laughs> <laughs> Counts. Probably. Maybe it was Barry Sotero. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Shots fired. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so anyway, um, and if you look at his website, which is projectpegasus.net, um, it's a pretty old-looking website, but... I mean, it's just, it's a very basic website. What's nice about it is that there are no ads, so I can't complain. Cool. But yeah, it, there's not a lot of recent stuff on his website. Hmm. Like, nothing really. And I'm really bummed about his book. I really wanted to at least have a synopsis of the book or something because that's a, that's a very long titled book to not ever release it. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> Do you think do you think he's telling the truth? Do you think there was a government project with kids that traveled? Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they experimented with kids. I don't know if they actually ended up actually traveling. I mean, I know that they I'm sure they tried. But something that I was thinking about and that I think maybe Harrison said on the yeah, he said it on one of his episodes. Sorry, Harrison, I can't remember. I think you were talking about the Philadelphia Experiment um, from Grief Burrito. They were talking about the Philadelphia Experiment. And the reason time travel doesn't work how we think that it would work, like you and I are going to hop in our time machine and go to X location. Well, the Earth in the universe is never in the same place twice and the earth is constantly moving so you have to be you have to be able to predict where the earth was in its rotation where the earth was in its rotation around the sun where the earth was in its rotation around the galaxy at those specific points in time that you want to go to or go back to and i'm like oh shit because like the earth is spinning Mm -hmm. so if i want to go back in time like how would I go back in time without being like, okay, I need to pinpoint where the earth, I need to mathematically figure out where the earth was, where the earth was in relation to the sun and all of these other different points. Because like everything is in a constant state of motion. Hmm. That's interesting. So how would you ever pinpoint where you're going to get in that location? So remote viewing makes a lot more sense mm-hmm. and sending like a hologram back or something yeah but even then i don't know how you would send a picture back or forward i don't know i guess it depends how sophisticated my time travel machine is (laughs) yeah i guess um hmm but like how would you make that kind of determination with where the earth is in the universe i don't know get that dev machine (laughs) <laughs> it call, call call ron swanson <laughs> call sad ron swanson i mean i don't know i'm not trying to poke holes in it i'm just saying like this was something that i hadn't really thought about and i felt like holy crap i mean but I maybe like is it gonna be that far off yeah i feel like it's still predictable 
If we can predict back to like uh, how the Big Bang and whatever shit happened. I mean, I guess. I think you could predict it. You can predict it going back in time, but you can't predict it going forward in time. Like what if some crap happens and like there's like this huge cosmic shift and the earth isn't even where it's supposed to be. It's like Well then there you know, would just be several nothing hundred, to like, come to anyway. I know, then you die. Uh no, you just pop you back. Transport real quick. fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel Hold like your you breath for 15 minutes. I feel like a computer could predict that shit. Okay. You have a lot more faith in technology than I do. Why not? You know what I'm saying? A lot of people think aliens are time phone, travelers. Like, <laughs> my phone overheated today by it sitting in my hand. And I was like, I mean, uh, I believe that some of the aliens, if not all, are could potentially be time travelers. Okay. And I think that we got to a certain point with tech and then we're coming back mm -hmm. to give it like inf all the info and help certain people like Tesla and stuff. I was going to say we need to release Tesla's papers because I know that his all of his science and his experiments were bought up or taken by the government. And they're not released. I know. I mean, I, yeah, I don't think it. So there's a I lot think of it's possible that aliens could be us, though. There's like we got like weird bodies that morph because we don't need all of our shit anymore. <laughs> and why like spleen. why like trying to like breed with humans? Like they would have to be semi related to us, right, for mm -hmm. it to work. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. I think it's real. I think you can time travel. I think you can poop okay. back where you want in the future. No big deal. <laughs> Why not? No one can explain how we got here in the first place. So I think it's Riddle possible that. that anything is possible. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sweet. No, I'm fine. That's best on once. Did you have stuff from Reddit? I know you had talked about maybe finding something. I do. Time a time travel time from Reddit. Time travel. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Is it spas travel? I hope so. But no. Spas time? <laughs> All right. Here is one for you. It's by Pumpkin Spice Piggy. <laughs> Wait, say it right. <laughs> well, how's right? Pumpkin well, Spice Piggy. Oh, pumpkin spice. No, pumpkin spice, piggy. <laughs> pumpkin spice, piggy. <laughs> Three times fast. <laughs> no, can't do it. Possible. Uh, I can barely say Project Pegasus. <laughs> you mean pee pee? Pee pee. <laughs> cool. All right. So, this is what PSP had to say. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be confused with Pete. No, never. <laughs> Tragedy. Uh, they said, I don't usually have time slips. <laughs> Great. Sorry. That's insane. I want to believe you, but that's a really weird way to start. No your kidding. They're just like, they're all in. We can hang out. We are in the same, <laughs> we're in the same boat. But they have the opposite. My most memorable okay. is one day when I completely slept through my alarm. I lived in the countryside at the time, and it was usually at least an hour to 
an hour and a half commute for me to work, depending on traffic. I woke Whoa. up, that's a lot, about 10 minutes before time, the time I normally left and got ready quickly, but was still leaving around 20 minutes late. Somehow, I got to work 10 minutes early. I cut the previous shortest driving time of 55 minutes in half. Most of my commute is side streets, and it's about 35 miles each way. I would have had to clock around 60 miles per hour the entire 30 minutes I drove to manage that. Still no clue how it happened. Even texted my mom to confirm huh. what time I left. She couldn't believe it either. Well, that is weird. Okay. Super weird. All right. <laughs> so, this one is by Taylocore. <laughs> How's it spelled? T-A-Y-L-O-C-O-R. Oh. Just like it sounds. Just like okay. it. I was expecting like a C-H or something. Oh. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so they say I posted something yesterday about this, but best of luck. I went downstairs <laughs> at a friend's house <laughs> Stupid. to grab a book I had left down there. I walked into the family room and scanned the room. And then within the blink of an eye, I was in the laundry room. It's about 15 to 20 feet away holding the book. Mm. I had not been in the laundry room that day and I have no memory of finding the book or leaving the family room. It was like one second I was by the couch, the next I was in a different room. What the fuck? I can't believe this really happens to people. That's creepers. All right. This one's a little longer. This okay. is from Scott's Beater to Leader. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Their names are so silly. and They're so good. It makes the story. It sets it up so stupid for me because I'm just thinking about the day. Guys, stop it. <laughs> he or she says, this actually happened only a couple days ago. This was two years mm. ago for oh. reference. I live in Pittsburgh, <laughs> New York, United States. Just talking about this story makes me want to piss my pants. Anyway, oh my. let's start. <laughs> cool. Do they have all that was, those whys in there? Uh, For what? Like anyway? No, but they spelled uh -oh. anyways, so I'm just undoing it. Okay. 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 Sigh. It was an average night in my hometown. I just got done eating dinner and I was feeling awfully tired. It was only mm. 8.06, but I decided to go to bed early anyway. I slept really good and I woke up at about 7. I noticed something strange outside my window, almost mm. as if the buildings and my neighbor's houses were slightly different color. Then again, I did just wake up. I decided to have some Cheerios. Ooh. I went Yum. to go get some milk from my fridge. However, I was out of milk. What the hell? Oh. I said to myself loudly. I was a little angry that I was out of milk, but I decided to go to the Dollar General to get some more. I own a motorcycle and a car. Brag. I decided to just take my motorcycle. Maybe some fresh air will help me wake up. When I got to the intersection, I noticed that there was no stoplights. There were just those blinking lights or whatever they're called. There's usually stoplights here. I shrugged it off and continued my journey to the store. The thing that I noticed that was very odd is even though it was supposed to be morning, it looks like the sun was high in the sky in the afternoon. Okay. At this point, I was approaching the street Dollar General was on. When I finally approached the store, I slammed on my motorcycle brakes. There was a construction <laughs> site where Dollar General was supposed to be. At first, I thought, what? did they tear the store down? Why would they? There was a construction worker over at the site. I parked my motorcycle on the side of the road and went over there, not caring if I got in trouble for trespassing. Okay. This is how the conversation Rebel. went. Okay. 
Um, Did you just spit on yourself? No, but I have an itch on my lip. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah. Right. No, I do. My. <laughs> this feels funny. Construction Bye. worker. Hey, you're not allowed around here. Me, dude. Why the hell are they tearing down Dollar General? Construction <laughs> worker. Huh? How do you know this is Dollar General? Also, we're not tearing it down. We're building it. You need to get out of here now. This is authorized <laughs> personnel only. <laughs> is that how they all sound? Pretty much. Oh, I time wow. traveled. I watched it. Oh, cool. It was super hot. <laughs> <laughs> this is not exactly how the conversation went, you know, because it really actually went how I just did it. Yeah, you did it more correct. Correct, correct. Uh, went, but it was something close uh, to this. When I heard the construction worker say this, I almost fainted. I ran from the area, hopped on my motorcycle, and sped off back to my house. That's when I saw another car in my driveway. I legit felt like I wanted to be in a mental hospital. I didn't have my phone with me at all. I got back once again on my motorcycle and sped off the other direction towards Dollar General again. This time when I arrived, the sky was dark and Dollar General was there and there were cars and everything. Everything was back to normal now. I stopped on the side of the road and looked at Dollar General. I've never said this store's name so many times in my life. I just had the thousand yard stare when out of nowhere, a state trooper came up behind me with his lights on. He got out of his car and he told me that I was doing 65 and a 30. I told him my experience and I tried to convince him as much as I can to believe me. Oh no. Why he would you just looked at me do and that? said never do that uh he uh, looked at me and said that's going to happen sometimes i gave him my driver's license and everything and he ran it through his computer and surprisingly didn't give me a ticket and just um let me off with a warning it looked like it was going to rain so i went back to my house this time i asked a friend if he wanted to stay the night just in case something like this happens again he stays the night but nothing happened Ever since nothing, ever since this occurrence, <laughs> I always want to, someone to stay the night at my house out of fear that I might Aww. go through this again. And that's really scary. It was extremely scary because, uh, scary, please share your thoughts. And if you don't believe me, it's fine. I don't have control over your beliefs. Damn straight. Uh, right. That cop is weird. Yeah. Who says that? That happens sometimes. That guy's. No. Oh, wait, I know. I know what. I know what kind of cop does that. Hmm. A time cop? Ooh, rebel cop? Uh, <laughs> no, a time cop. I can't be rebel. Because time cop, that makes a lot more sense. Fine. Rebel cop is great. Rebel cop is good. I bet it was a space cop. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Van Dam. <laughs> he can totally be a space cop. <laughs> no, he's a time cop. <laughs> he can be both. Oh, my God. All right, I have one more. This is from Y79. He or she says, this is my friend's experience, similar to someone else's as requested by this link. That doesn't matter. They say, this is a long one. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) My body is ready. (laughs) Good. (laughs) Makes it easier. Oh, my God. Yep. Oh. No, no. This no. happened earlier this year. Not my Is experience, it but it was one of my closest friends. Brag. Mm. Whatever. I don't have close Me friends. Either. We barely know each other. <laughs> Who are you? I don't know anymore. <laughs> 
That happens sometimes. Oh, no. Are you time cop? <laughs> no. It's Mothman, actually. Mothman's time cop. He probably is. <laughs> he is time. And yet, oh. he isn't. You know Do you think he works for pee-pee? Mm, he is pee-pee. <laughs> What if we meet Mothman and we're like, what's your middle and last name? And they're both P's. He's the MPP. (laughs) (laughs) Why? That's cool. Cool. Solid day. (laughs) What is it? We don't know. What is what is this person's story? <laughs> okay. So, their close friend. Uh, we live in different cities, but it's relatively close. Just 40 minutes train ride. One day, I went to visit her. As usual, I took the night train. Ooh. The midnight train to Georgia. That was it. Arrived there at midnight. Oh, my God, they did. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you are Tom oh Cockney. <laughs> tell her that I'm here. And um, I arrived there at midnight. Tell her that they've arrived and so on and so on. We finally met for brunch. Her face looks so disturbed. Rude. Her eyes are swollen. Not the cheerful oh. person that I used to know. I asked her That's what's bad. wrong. Then she told me this story. She was on her way to her Saturday morning run on the Botanical Garden. She went there driving her car. People have to Mm -hmm. pay to enter. Oh, my goodness. So when she reached the gate, (laughs) she purchased a ticket on the ticket booth. Go forward about 10 meters. Pulled over to the side to tidy up the change in the tickets. Then she grabbed her phone, read my messages, and replied to them. And she put down her phone. Before I continue, let me describe a bit about this particular botanical garden. It mm. is a 210-acre of garden. <gasps> wow. Fun. That's so cool. With miles and miles of asphalt road. It has hundreds of old trees. It is a car-friendly garden. What? I want to go there. beautiful. So back to her story. When she put down her phone, there was no road ahead, only grass tracks and small trees. She was confused. She looked to her surroundings. No fence. No ticket booth. There was no one but herself. She was scared mm. and started crying. Oh, no. Sad. After a couple of minutes, she decided to get out of her car and look for other people. Maybe they have answers. She walked with fast pace looking for other people. After a couple of minutes, she found two women dressed in long white dresses sitting by the pond. Oh, boy. Hate it. She approached them because they're... Uh, what? I can't even... I don't know what they wrote. She approached them. She proceeded in English. Okay. Okay. She asked about her current, uh, about their current location. One of the women giggled mm, and answered her question with another question, but in Dutch. Oh, what? Mm, My friend can speak Dutch. That's convenient. Whoa. What? So she asked her where they are right now. She answered. Their whole conversation was in Dutch. They said, botanical garden, of course. Why are your clothes like that? 
My friend wore her running shorts with t-shirt. She wasn't answering their question. She still needed answers. So she continued asking what year it was. But the women won't answer her question because she answered their question. I think they mean because she wasn't answering theirs. Got it. <laughs> In a panic, my friend kept on asking the same question over and over again. But the women still insisted for my friend to answer them first. My friend finally answered their question. Those women started giggling. And then she said 1830. Okay. Don't like it. My friend nope. fell to her knees. She started crying again. The women approached her, maybe to try to calm her down. But she got scared and ran as fast as she could to her car. Her vision blurred from tears. She saw a silhouette of her car, and then she noticed something. She stepped on asphalt road. She looked to the left. There's the ticket booth. She quickly got in her car and drove away from the garden as fast as she could. I wonder if she's been back to the garden. I wouldn't. Unless I was, like, handcuffed to, like, 400 people. (laughs) I need to be with me at all times in the garden. (laughs) You don't want to go get lost in the garden with me? Mm. Wouldn't that be fun? I'll go with you. Okay. We must be handcuffed, though. That's fine. We can do a long chain. So, like, (laughs) we can, like, run. I can go pee-pee by myself. pee-pee by myself. (laughs) Yeah, in the garden. <laughs> I hate that. Yeah, well, I do and I don't. I don't like that she spoke the same language. Yeah, that's cool. I don't like that she didn't know it was going to happen. It just happened, and that's awful, and I never want that to happen. <laughs> well, isn't that kind of how... Well, I guess if it's not part of a government experiment, it'll just happen. Yeah. I don't like Hmm. that. Okay. I need warning with my time slips. (laughs) I need, like, it to get quiet. by mail? I need, like, fuzzy static. I need, like... I don't but know, a duck squawking five times, and then I'm like, oh, shit is happening. (laughs) What if that happens and it, like, freaks you out? And what if you're, like, suddenly you become so paranoid of, like... Ducks squawking. Ducks and fuzzy static noises on TV I would rather something. know, though. Okay. Just ask him. And then I need, like, a Child. club to go to and talk to it with other people. Who can tell me, <laughs> girl, when it happens, Time it'll slip only club? last 15 minutes. Pee-pee club? You're good. And I'll be like, okay. And then I can be walking, and then I'll hear a duck, and then I'll know, and I can buckle down. Okay. And I can take pictures. <laughs> weird Dutch ladies giggling. <laughs> no so one will weird. believe me. It's so funny that they were just kind of like, like, oh. Yeah. Well, I guess if you're wearing shorts and a t-shirt, that's pretty. That's risque. That's pretty jarring. Mm-hmm. Very. I mean, calves. <laughs> ankles? <laughs> Not ankles. Oh <laughs> Sound like Mary Gibb. <laughs> that would be higher pitched, I feel like. I know. <laughs> Half a. Perfect. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that's all I had for Project Pegasus. Ooh, Project Mongoose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was the one that never took off. It didn't for have Andrew wings. And his pee-pee. Get it? Oh. Pegasus did. 
<laughs> Poor mongoose. Uh, Andrew and his pee-pee. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> shall we spin the wheel? We shall. All right. I'm excited. Okay. Play that ditty. Okay, ready? I'm excited. What? Summer oh. camp horror stories. Oh, shit. Fun. I'm excited. Okay, this is a call right now. Anybody with any crazy stories that they heard at summer camp as a kid, um, anything that happened to them, as long as it's not sexual in nature, I don't want to hear about something horrible. Yeah, nothing sad. like that. We want, like, um, spooky stories. Ghosties. Um, campfire tales that you heard that might be urban legend, but no one knows. I want that. We're gonna look up some jacked up summer camps as well. Yeah, <laughs> and we'll find yeah tales Sweet. of horror. Horror at summer camp. It's perfect timing because it's summertime. Yep, but no one would know because we are locked indoors. The <laughs> Fourth of July too. <laughs> Ooh. Fun. Yeah. So, guys, any kind of scary summer camp horror stories, ghost stories, legends, give them all to us. Yes. Oh, and also, this is another request. If you guys have um, any Black Lives Matter or any uh, people of color history that you want us to share um, in the beginning of our episode, we'd love to see what you have. If, if you want us to share it, otherwise, we're just going to find stuff whatever that we've read throughout the week. Um, but if you guys have something specific that you want us to share. Pride Month you have included. Oh, yeah. Duh. I'm such a dumb. <laughs> I'm so preoccupied with moving. <laughs> My brain can only handle so much at once. <laughs> so, sorry. It's okay. But yes, anything you guys for, would like us to share, we're happy to do so. So just send us an email, nightguyspod at gmail.com, or you can DM us on social media, search for night guys podcast also one request if you guys haven't reviewed us on itunes we sometimes ask we used to ask a lot more in the beginning now we just kind of forget but if you have time um if you can make an itunes or a stitcher review we'd really appreciate it it goes a long way for us please do it and let us know we'll send you a thank you sticker yes just uh message us on instagram or what twitter Something. You have Anywhere. to let us know. Other, I, otherwise, I will never know who you are. Yeah. We won't know who <laughs> to send it to. Please do, yes. though. It's so important. It really helps. It makes our show grow and potentially get new listeners. Mm-hmm. So then we can get bigger and then we can do more shit. Eventually, yes. When the virus decides to. to go away. <laughs> <laughs> True. True. Uh, okay, guys. Well, join us next week when we talk about Hara Stares. I hope you enjoyed Prague. Prague again. <laughs> nope. Prague. Prague. Pee Hope you enjoyed pee pee today. <laughs> Time cop, Moffman, and pee pee. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Covered all the basics. <laughs> Spice time. Spice time continuum. <laughs> okay well this is the night guys podcast i'm liana i'm erica okay bye 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 bye